The following program is listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Revelation chapter 21. If you have access to a Bible, I'd encourage you to go and grab it, pick it up, open it up to Revelation 21, and join us as we consider His Word today. Now, we looked at Revelation 21 a little bit last week, but we're going to get into it in a little more depth today. So, Revelation 21. I want to encourage you about our website to go check it out at considerhisword.org. There are many things you'll find there. For one, This whole series on Revelation, you'll be able to find there. You can go back and listen to it from the beginning. And so all of the messages are there at considerhisword.org. Now, while you're there, I would also love for you to click on the link that says Contact Us and send us a note about where you're hearing the broadcast today. Send us an address and we'll send you one of our little prayer journals. Love to get one of these to you. Now, you can also email me directly at considerhiswordradio.com at gmail.com, or you can also simply write to us at Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you again. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. Revelation chapter 21. I want to really read verse 2 and then jump down to verse 9. Verse 2 says, And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. We're getting down to the end of the book of Revelation. We're in Revelation 21. 22 is the last chapter. We'll get there pretty soon. And here we see the new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem is actually going to be our final destination. In verse 1, it says heaven and earth will be be destroyed. And then the new Jerusalem comes down. The Bible says it's a bride adorned for for her husband. We've looked at the, all through the, book of Revelation, the rapture and the tribulation, the second coming, millennial reign. Now, there'll be no more, particularly there'll be no more curse. And now John describes to us the things that he sees talking about in the last days. We often hear about heaven, and we have an idea in our mind of what it might be like, but here John describes it to us, what we can expect. And our final destination will be in the new Jerusalem. Often heaven and New Jerusalem are are used interchangeably. And we talk about being in heaven for eternity. Well, that will actually be in the New Jerusalem, as you'll see here. 
And so John sees the new Jerusalem coming down from heaven. And he begins to try to describe to us. You know, the, it's only mentioned in one other place in the scripture, and that is over in Revelation 3.12, uh, where Paul, not Paul, where John was writing to the church at Philadelphia. In Revelation 3. And it's just the one verse, verse 12. When John wrote to Philadelphia, he told them, Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more outside. And I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. It's only mentioned in these two places. But really, when we speak about heaven and eternity in heaven, we need to be thinking about the new Jerusalem that we see here in Revelation 21. God is preparing it for us. Jesus said, I am preparing a place for you. And oh, it's going to be so beautiful. You know, one of the bright, most beautiful sights that I have in my memory was when my bride walked down the aisle of that church the day we got married. And here the New Jerusalem is going to be as beautiful as that, as a bride. Jesus said that it would be a place that he's preparing for us. In John 14, beginning in verse 1, he said, You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And he said, If it were not so, I would have told you. Jesus said that then he would come again and receive us unto himself. He said, there you may be also. So he's been preparing, preparing is It's going to be such a beautiful sight. I want you to think of the most beautiful sight you ever saw in your life, and it's going to be greater than that. And, you know, John, I think, struggled in trying to describe it to us and described it in things that he knew, but I believe it's going to be a sight that's so beautiful it will literally take your breath away. Now, he's, he talks about the purpose why he said that it's that at the tabernacle of God is with men, we will be with him. It's in verse 3, I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle uh, means dwelling place of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And we will be with the Lord for eternity. I think this was God's purpose from the beginning. God created man so that he could fellowship with him and be with him. And then sin entered into the world and that fellowship was lost. And so God, from the foundations of the world, the Bible says, planned a way. And that was by sending his son on Calvary's cross to die for us so that we could have eternal life and be with him forever. You read the Old Testament, you come across a phrase many times, I will be your God and you shall be my people. Well, finally, here in Revelation 21, it happens. It says that his tabernacle, his dwelling place will be with men and we will be with him. That relationship had been restored when Jesus died on the cross for our sin. Now, now, I want you to look at it, its construction. The Bible gives us a lot of detail. Let's go back a little bit and read beginning in verse 9. Revelation 21, verse 9. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had 
the seven vials full of the seven last plagues and talked with me saying, come hither. I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. And her light was likened to a stone, most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. And had a wall great and high and had 12 gates and at the gates 12 angels and the names written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. And he goes through and describes each gate around the temple. It's going to have the glory of God there. He talks about this great and high wall with the 12 gates named after the 12 apostles or 12 <laughs> tribes of Israel. In verse 18, we go further down. He begins to describe more about its construction. He said, first of all, in verse 11, that it was likened to a stone most precious like jasper. Now in verse 18, he says, And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold likened to clear glass. And the foundation of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth an emerald, the fifth sardonyx, and the sixth sardis, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth a topaz, the tenth a chrysoprosis, and the eleventh a jacinth, and the twelve an amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold as it were, transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. What a description. All of these foundations, all of these stones, it's going to be an incredible sight to see. Again, more dazzling, more beautiful than anything on this earth you can imagine. Now, verse 15 Again, it begins to tell us about its size. Yes, it has a size. And I can't tell you exactly how this is going to work. God knows. He said, the, the lamb talked with me, in verse 15, and had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. And the city lieth four square, and the length of it is large as the breadth. And he measured the city with a reed 12,000 furlongs, the length and breadth and the height of it are equal. So it's going to be like a cube, 12,000 furlongs. I hear this is something like about 1,500 miles. Now that's a lot. That's a big cube. And I don't know how everyone who gets saved is going to dwell in it, but God knows. God knows what our bodies will be like. God knows what, what, what our existence will be like. And so I'm trusting him about that. He goes on and tells us what it's going to be like around the throne. Now we get into chapter 21, or we're in chapter 21, and he says there's going to be a crystal, crystal river, a throne of God, streets of gold, the tree of life, last seen in the Garden of Eden, are going to be there. And so who will be there? Look down at verse 24, now getting down toward the end of the chapter. He said, And the nations of them which are saved 
shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor to it, and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations to it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. We talked about that last week. He said all of the people who are saved will be there, those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. And the Bible calls us servants, and then we will see him. You see, that there'll be no 666 there. We will reign with God, he said, forever and ever. This will be your new home. This will be your eternal home. All you have to do is claim it. In that passage of Scripture I quoted earlier, where Jesus said that he was preparing a place, he went on to say later, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. It's by trusting Christ as our Savior that we have eternity, that we'll see the new Jerusalem. It will be amazing. And we talk about how God promises us glory in heaven and all of the things that we read here in the book of Revelation. And the question I have is, are these yours? Can you claim them for yourself? You can only do that if you've received Christ as your Savior, put your faith and trust in Him, and have called upon Him and are walking with Him. Oh, I hope you have. I hope today that you would repent of your sin, call upon Him, and ask Him into your life that you might be saved. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries.